Hi, I'm Jodine Sher of Lifeology, your transformation coach. Welcome to my podcast. This is a place where you will find content that is created only for you. It's not out there anywhere else on the internet. I understand how important it is to have the opportunity to listen to content while you're carrying on with your everyday life. I enjoy podcasts as much as I'm sure you do. And that's why this place has been created for you. Let's see what today's topic is all about. From saboteur to transformation coach. This for me is a reflection on how far I've come and the journey that I've taken to transform into a person who is truly doing what I never knew I wanted to do but absolutely love. That is guiding and assisting others in their journey of transformation. And for me, it's so important to understand the difference between change and transformation. This is not something that you can Google and figure out. This is my understanding of what it is. And I believe that change happens whether you like it or not. Life changes around us and we get pushed to points in our life where change just needs to happen. We grow, we shift, life happens around us, we change whether we like it or not. But for me, transformation is something so much more conscious. It's this ability to have a look at yourself and the world around you and see the places where you can be conscious, tell yourself the truth and take any different type of step to do something different to come out on the other side transformed. So for many years, I honestly believe that I was absolutely unconscious in my journey. And in that unconsciousness, for me, it's impossible not to be in the space of the saboteur, not to sabotage different places within your life where you can grow and you can change and make decisions that are way more conscious than just letting the pieces of life fall wherever you think they should fall because you do not believe that you are powerful enough or strong enough or worthy enough to actually create the life that you want to make. And in this, I just want to share a backstory about who I am and where I come from and the different areas in my life where I've really transformed. So, My story starts when I was really young. I went to a play school, so I must have been about six or seven years old, and it was a Jewish play school. Um, It was a Friday, and the rabbi was telling us a sermon, and the the end result was that we are God-fearing people. And I remember my mom fetching me from school and me sitting in the back, And in those days, you could leave kids in the car while you ran into the shops. And before she climbed out of the car, I said to her mom, this is what the rabbi said. And what does it mean to be God-fearing people? Because it just didn't sit well with me as young as I was. And my mom kind of said, this is who we are and this is what we believe. And she got out of the car and left me there. And when she got back in, the conversation never continued. But that leaving me with that was for me my first memory of knowing that 
I wasn't going to manage to fit into the religion that was going to tell me how I needed to act or believe. And this has got nothing to do with the faith at all, because I'm, I still have such a beautiful connection to it. I love the traditions. Um, I'm a part of all of the traditions with, with my family, but it helped me to understand that, and I didn't know it then, but it helped me to understand that I would be a person who, for the rest of my life, I would question. I would be the seeker who didn't take anything at face value. And a lot of it revolved around the the essence of who I was spiritually. When I was older and um, I was in finishing off high school, my grandmother lived with us and she died at home with us. Um, she passed away in my bed um, and my mom started to question a lot of life in order to figure out how to deal with that. And in that, uh, I went along on this journey with my mom. We did different things, but the more we did them, the more holistic or deeply spiritual they became. I think that that's the right word for me at that time. We started to then connect with an incredible channel called Lazarus and became a part of a group where we would all listen together. And that was my first taste of meditation and and just this other way of seeing life and getting information about how life worked. I remember my dad wasn't thrilled being the traditional Jewish man that he was, but it was an incredible opportunity for me. And it's really where I then gave myself permission to explore what it meant to to live consciously. I tried to study astrology, but in those days it was complicated because it wasn't all computer automated and I, I didn't enjoy the mathematical side of it, but I already had a fashion, fascination for all of those different aspects. And then Round about 2003, I connected with a group of friends who were on a very holistic journey. And that's where my life really changed. But by the time 2003 came along, I was very overweight, had gone through a couple of tragedies that you really shouldn't go through at such a young age. I lost a, a group of friends in different car accidents and then a very, very special friend of mine who was um, murdered. And in all of that, I really struggled to understand the whole point and the whole purpose of life. And I kind of got lost in that. I grew up in a family where there wasn't stability when it came to money. We had money and then we lost it and we had it and we lost it. Um, and that was very much the journey. There were weight issues as well throughout the whole story of my life. So by the time it got to this place where it was now my opportunity to truly start to ask these questions about who I was, I started from some, such a desperately unhappy place. And in the journeying, I studied so many different things. I studied um, numerology and terror. And I was already 
deeply involved in my mother's business. She owned a wellness center. No, well, she owned, owned a beauty school. I ended up owning a wellness center. And in that owning of the beauty school, it was kind of up to me to take it over. But I wasn't feeling that that was what I wanted to do. However, you kind of don't look the gift horse in the mouth. And I had settled that this was going to be my life journey. My mom's business had been going for 20 years. And if I didn't take it over, no one was going to take it over, even though there were five siblings. My weight, even when I was in high school, I wasn't one of the girls who was who was looked at because I always carried a whole lot of weight. I started smoking when I was about 16 years old and hid it from my family, although my second oldest sister know, knew because she was the rebellious one in the family and kind of got me onto that path. However, there is no blame in that because we all take our own responsibility for who we are and what we become. And by the time I started to question who I was and what I truly wanted to do, I was studying something called Archetypes by Carolyn Mace. And in this work, I learned about the different aspects of self, including the victim, which is your guardian of your self-esteem, and your child, which is your guardian of innocence. But most importantly, there was the saboteur, which was the guardian of choice. And I was clueless as to how many bad choices I was making in my life. But on the 1st of August 2004, it was a Saturday, the phone rang and it was my mother. I was out at a shopping center with a friend and the, and the shopping center must have been about five kilometers away. And my mom said to me, the family home was burning down. So it wasn't just the family home. My business was also in that family home. It was the wellness center that I had created after I had started to realize that the beauty school wasn't bringing me as much joy and I needed to figure something else within that industry. At that stage, I was a Reiki master and did a whole lot of massages for my clients. I had dabbled in other aspects of beauty therapy, but I didn't enjoy it. So I really became a holistic healer. Still not 100% satisfied and joyful in what I was doing. And this work started to pull this out of me, like started to dig into the truth of who I was. Although I still wasn't ready to admit any of that level of truth. When I got as close as I possibly could to, to our family home, there were 11 fire trucks that were just like up the road and I had to park all the way, literally two blocks away because there were so many people and so many fire trucks and there were barricades. And I ran to the house and we lived on a main road so there was an island in the middle of it and there were my family just with people standing everywhere. And my dad had emphysema and the there were oxygen tanks throughout the house and obviously because everything had happened so fast no one knew that and the oxygen tanks all all exploded and literally blew the house apart which was very dramatic but I really think that the universe needed to create something so dramatic in order for me to have the opportunity that I had to have my first taste of transformation 
So deeply in this saboteur space within my life, not being conscious of the power of my own choices, I called my teacher at the time and she came dashing over and she stood on that island with me and she said to me, I'm going to give you five minutes to cry and fall apart and really just let yourself get into that why me space and then I'm going to ask you why this is the best thing that happened to you. It took me a while obviously to to process all of that but what really settled within me was that I was not being truthful and I did not want to carry on my mom's business. It wasn't what I wanted to do. It also helped me then figure out whether I was truly in the industry that I wanted to be in. And I must be honest with you, it wasn't an overnight thing. It took me a couple of years to be able to process all of this. But the one thing that I learned is that every single thing that happens comes along once you have uttered some level of truth. In the still of the night, when no one is listening and you tell yourself some desperate truth, I honestly believe that the universe listens. And the universe hears the difference between the voice of the soul and the ego. And I really want to explain to you, because it's such an important part of what I use as this tool within transformation and what my business partner uses when we do transformation coaching. And that is understanding that there are these two distinct parts of us who have this voice within us. The one is the soul, which we are born with. It comes into our lifetime for this journey. And our soul is all-knowing and it is so profoundly wise and understands the full potential of who we are. Our soul knows the journey that we are supposed to have within our lifetime. Our soul knows that we are supposed to explore so many different elements of love and happiness, fulfillment and joy and abundance. However, the other side of us is our ego. And this is the part that develops over time and learns how to act and behave as we grow up through our childhood. And the ego loves us just as much as the soul loves us. However, ego tries to protect us from ever getting hurt and having any level of experience that we could have had as a child. It doesn't really matter the type of upbringing that we had. We all have the same experience of ego and soul shifting into their roles. And the two real essence of our ego develops when our child and our victim start to understand how life works. The child is always afraid of losing its innocence and the child is always afraid of being abandoned. And the victim has experienced being victimized and knows that the retaliation can be to victimize others. So what we do for the rest of our lives, if we are absolutely unconscious, and sometimes even when we are conscious, we have to watch very carefully. Our ego doesn't want us to have these soul experiences because our ego doesn't want us to fail or get hurt ever. 
in our lives. And through our childhood, there have been these, these experiences, whether we like it or not. It's just going to be on different levels depending on who we are. So as we try and do something, this voice within us either sparks this childlike voice that will say, this is going to make you lose your innocence. This is going to get you abandoned. Don't do it. Or this victimized voice that is going to literally pull you apart and victimize you that you don't take the brave steps to create anything that you want. And in that, these two parts are truly fueling this saboteur within us, this part of self that just doesn't take responsibility for the power of our choices. That doesn't have the bravery to hold on to the true power of our choices. And of all things, the power to choose is the strongest power that we have. Everyone says that it's love, that love is the strongest force that we have, but you still have to choose to love. And once I started to understand that and work within the space of truly not allowing the saboteur to take away these choices, I allowed myself to witness different levels of transformation. And these levels of transformation took place in so many aspects of my life, my relationship with money. And in the transformation coaching, I, I either privately or um, within groups do money and me, where we literally go through reframing your relationship with money because I needed to work so hard on the places where I sabotaged my relationship with money and a relationship with money has got nothing to do with money if money is not showing up it's because there's other places in your life where your esteem is not believing that money has the ability to come into this space and play within the space so you really need to look out because there's definitely going to be podcasts about money. The other place was my body, my physical body, where I was so desperately overweight that when I flew on an airplane, I needed to ask for that extension piece. I mean, a lot of you aren't even going to know that you can raise your hand and call an air hostess over and ask them for an extension piece for, for the safety belt that you wear on an airplane. I truly was overweight and have lost over 35 kilos and I still have more weight to lose. But the places where I needed to go from sabotaging my body to truly transforming myself and my relationship with my weight. The same as my business, really thinking that it was my responsibility to take over this family business and not exploring what absolutely gave me joy and what brought me fulfillment. And that's another thing that we really teach within Lifeology's work is what is fulfillment and what is joy? And I'm going to be unpacking that for you. But the one thing that's so important to understand is that in whatever you do, it is so important to remind yourself that the power of choice is what holds the direction in everything. One of the things that I always remind anyone that I'm coaching is that something is going to happen in your life where in that moment you had no choice, 
But as soon as it has happened, the choice that you make from then becomes the most important next step. Every single thing that has happened to us, be it tragedies, death, loss, financial crisis, I'm recording this in the time of COVID when we have this pandemic. A lot of these things we do not choose, but from the moment they happen, choice becomes our greatest ally. And in that choice is your ability to transform because the change is going to happen around you whether you like it or not. And a practical example is we no longer have the ability to step out into the world with absolute freedom. We now have to wear masks. We have to, we have to sanitize our hands countless amount of times. We have to distance from the people that we love. We cannot go to restaurants and movie theaters. Travel is banned at the moment. These are all things that we would not have chosen for ourselves. And these are changes that are happening around us, whether we like it or not. And we then opt to unconsciously change or to truly transform within this time. For me, if you just take it as it is and are truly frustrated and feel that you are forced by life or by government or by this virus to do things that you wouldn't actually want to do and you do them begrudgingly or within frustration, you are forced to change. And that doesn't have the ability to bring any true growth or insight or transformation to who you are. All that it's going to do is blindly add layers of unconscious frustration and lack of worth. And when we get ready to step out into the world, each one of us has to know that we have to take true responsibility for who we are. However, if we accept the space that we are in and say, life changed around me, I might not have chosen it, but I do have the ability to choose from this moment on. That is our place and our opportunity to truly transform. For me, the greatest gift that I gave myself was to take responsibility for every opportunity where I could choose to transform. And that is what I have done for many, many years. This has gifted me with the tools and with the guidance that I share with you in being a transformation coach. I am so looking forward to many more podcasts to come. And I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to speak about layers and layers of places in our lives where we have the ability to shift and transform. If you would like to know anything more about me, please have a look at my website www.lifeology.com or contact me jodine at lifeology.com. You can follow me on all the social networks. I am Jodine Sher wherever you look and you can reach out to me at any point in time to understand your journey of transformation because each one of us has the opportunity to consciously create the lives that we are truly worthy of having.